Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a relationship, dating, and sex coach based in Kansas City, and I just love to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. I also enjoy a good conversation about love, activism, or making change in the world. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over, and probably also listening on your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. I thank you all for tuning in. I know I have not been super consistent about getting these mini shows out. I think I'm going to try to stop pushing myself to get this little mini show done by Friday and start doing it on the weekends. It'll kind of uh, make life a little easier for me. I definitely got a few DMs about, you know, where are my little mini casts because apparently folks are looking forward to me just ranting about a particular topic on my own. I mean, I hope y'all love my interviews. I I do get more listens to my interviews than I do my mini casts, but I get more like feedback about my short shows. So thank you all, everyone who has DM'd me or sent me a text or stopped me in person and said they really enjoyed an episode. If you have listened to all my podcast episodes and you are looking to find me in other places, I've been on other people's podcasts. So you can go to my website, openthedoorscoaching.com, go to my news page, and you can find my live TV appearances, my podcast appearances. I've been on um, Rich Dad Roundtable, um, Neander Talk podcast, uh, Must Love Fetish. That was one of my favorite ones. That was my first one. So that was one of my favorite ones. What else? Uh, Startup Hustle. Actually, um, thanks so much to the Kansas City Startup Foundation when they did an article in Startland News about how Startup Hustle with Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson is currently in the top 100 um, business podcasts on iTunes. So when they did an article about it, they were talking about some of the episodes and gave a few shout outs to some of the episodes. And They mentioned how they had done an interview with a sex coach, and then they linked to my episode. So thanks, Startland News. Much appreciated for the little shout out there. Um, I do love any chance that I can get to get out and talk about coaching. And you're going to see and hear a lot more from me because I am officially done with my program. I am a certified sex coach. Um, so I do want to start off this episode really by saying just a few quick words. Uh, this is not a paid endorsement by any means. Um, but I did do my studies through Sex Coach U under Dr. Patty Britton and some other amazing, amazing sexuality experts and educators. And my last two years in that program was absolutely amazing. I made some wonderful friends. Um, I feel like I have this entire network and community around me of people that I can turn to if I need some support or I have some questions. I mean, sure I can Google, but why not just email somebody or send them a DM or put a question out to the community and say, hey, I've got a challenge with a client and I need some support. So I just want to say thank you Thank you, thank you to Dr. Patty Britton, uh, to Maisha Battle, 
who was briefly my advisor, but she was the podcaster who really first inspired me to start looking into this. And I can't thank the two of them enough because I know that I'm living my best life. I am on the path that I am supposed to be on. And it's thanks to the two of them. I also want to give a shout out to Dr. Patty's partner. He has passed, but his name was Dr. Robert Dunlap. And he was the person that I had my initial phone call with when I reached out to Sex Coach U to find out more after I'd heard about it on Maisha's podcast. And that initial phone call gave me all the information I needed to know that that was the right program for me and that I was going to learn how to hone my coaching skills into a new field of sexology and that I was going to have everything that I needed to be successful when I got done with this program. So thank you, Dr. Robert. Thank you, Maisha. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, Dr. Patty. From the bottom of my heart, Dr. Patty, thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right, let's get into some of the good stuff. Um, (laughs) Hopefully you think it's good because today I'm going to talk about cuffing season. I don't know, everyone and their mother seems to be talking about cuffing season and I had a friend post about it on Twitter. It made me go like, hmm, thanks for the idea, Miss Ugly Shoes. I'm sorry, let me back up. That's her Twitter handle. That's not her nickname. So, um, Miss Ugly Shoes was on episode five, by single and ready to mingle. And, uh, she, but she posted about how she was taking applications for cuffing season. And she listed a few things that a potential partner should have, um, in order to be eligible to apply for her match for cuffing season. So what is cuffing season? First off, it is... Like people just start settling into these short-term yet committed relationships. It kind of starts in the fall, usually goes until spring. Um, but yet it's usually people who have been blissfully out like in the dating world. Like they're they're not they have not been committed to anybody. Um, but now they find themselves wanting one dick, or sorry, I should say a serious relationship. It could be one vagina, you know. Anyway, look, here's, here is my opinion about cuffing season. I, I don't know that anybody goes into it <laughs> really saying like, hey, I'm taking applicants for it. You know, it's, it, obviously that was a joke. You know, there's always a bit of truth in the joke, right? <laughs> I don't see this as being two people going into this going, hey, you'll be fun for the next few months. Let's hook up. Maybe one party is going into this thinking, okay, this will be a nice little winter foray. But, you know, if that's the case, then that's really, really unfair to the other partner. Don't enter into cuffing season using somebody else. That's just not fair. That's not right. Now, if you're willing to look this potential partner in the eye and say, hey, I think you're nice and all, you know, maybe we can keep each other company this winter, but you know, there's really, you probably agree there's probably nothing long-term here, right? If you're willing to look someone in the eye and have enough balls to say that 
and they're willing to say like, yeah, this will just be a nice little cuffing season matchup, then go for it. But seriously, if you know that this person is like just the placeholder, don't treat anybody like a placeholder. That's rude. That's unfair. That's time that that person could have spent out in the wild meeting someone else, someone that is more compatible, or just maybe they actually enjoy their single life. And the only reason they were settling down with you was because they thought you wanted the same things they did. So please, please do not use somebody this cuffing season just to have a warm body next to you, okay? Okay. So if you're gonna participate, be realistic, be communicative, but also don't try to ask somebody to commit to you when, <laughs> when you really truly have no intention of this being something long-term. I really think you should just avoid cuffing season altogether. Hang out with your friends. And maybe it's through some of those friends that you'll meet someone or you'll just be out about in the world and doing your thing and you'll meet somebody at an event. Somebody will make an introduction for you. You'll go to a party. Who knows? There's so much coming up here in the fall and holidays. You could meet someone in the airport when you're on the way to go visit family or you're getting out of town for because <laughs> you're tired of the snow and the ice. You're going on vacation. You meet somebody abroad. You meet someone on your flight home. You meet someone at the company holiday party. I'm just saying there's so many opportunities coming up to meet somebody. Don't settle right now. Spend more time with your family and your loved ones right now. You could take up a hobby. Take up a new hobby with some of your friends. If you've all been wanting to learn how to do something and one of your friends in your friend group knows how to do it, start sharing skills with each other. I had an old neighbor that was a fantastic knitter, so I had her teach me one winter um, a few patterns and I haven't done it in a while, but I'm still appreciative that she taught me and that I learned that skill and I could pick it up again if I really wanted to. So, or hey, get back into an old hobby you used to do. Start painting again. Start making things. Just get out and play your sport that you used to play, whatever it is. Yeah, speaking of that, you know, getting active through the fall and winter, not waiting until the first of the year to accomplish your weight loss goals. How fantastic would it be You've got 12 weeks. You could lose a lot of weight between now and the end of the year or fit into that dress or suit that you wanna wear for New Year's. Maybe your goal is just to get restarted on your fitness. I know I'm doing that right now. I had to take a little break because of my injury and I was pushing my back a little too hard. So I just started getting back to the gym this week, in fact. So join me, get back to the gym this fall. You know what else you can do to avoid cuffing season? Like I mentioned earlier, you could just plan a like group vacation or a little weekend getaway. Plan like, a little girls trip out of town, even if it's just a you know hour or two out of town or something. You'll get some more quality time with people that you love, and you're not wasting time and energy on somebody who you're really not all that compatible with long term. Maybe you even want to consider ditching the dating profiles now that cuffing season's here. 
a lot of chances that the of their folks on the other end are just looking for their their placeholder so if you're not looking to be one i mean seriously if you go like hey are you just looking to have a mate for the winter time not many people are actually going to admit it they may be thinking it but they're probably not going to admit it so focus on meeting people in real life for a little while I actually read a study a few years ago. I myself gave up digital dating for like two years. Just started it again at the beginning of this year and I'm about ready to give it up probably at the end of the year. I said I would give it like one year and see what happened. Anyway, I read this article. This was before I was even becoming a coach that said that there's very different behaviors between online daters and people who only date in real life. The people who date online will go on a really good date and they get home and they go, you know what, that person was cool, we had a lot of fun, we connected, but there's gotta be someone even better. So they keep swiping. The person who meets someone in real life and goes, you know what, that person was cool, we connected, we had a lot in common. I wanna see where this goes. They are more willing to put time and effort into seeing if that connection goes anywhere than online daters. This is even like people who say that they're looking for committed relationships with the online dating. It's just, it's become such a game. It really is, it's the gamification of people. Like they're just like, mm, that person was cool, but there has to be someone better, there has to be. Just that in itself has made me leery of online dating for the last year, or well, what am I at? For the last nine months, 10 months that I've been doing it. Although I guess I took a four month break from it because I was seeing somebody. So, you know, I guess I did. <laughs> mm, three month break. <laughs> well, you know, at the beginning I wasn't exactly committed. Anyway, I hope he listens. Ha, okay. So here's the thing. I really think, you know, if you were out there dating already before cuffing season hit, keep dating. Just keep being that serial dater. And if you were out there looking for like your person, keep keep looking for your person. If you were blissfully single and not looking for anybody, like just just keep doing that. Just keep on your path. Don't try to make any changes right now just so that you've got a person next to you. Don't settle down for the sake of settling down, okay? Yes, winter is upon us. It would be great to have someone next to us on the couch underneath the blanket while we're curled up watching Great British Baking Show. However, no placeholders. I would recommend watch out for someone who's like making a sudden change. Like they've gone from married to divorced, um, admittedly promiscuous to like wanting a boyfriend or girlfriend or they were partnered up for a long time and now they're trying to get out and join the ranks of sluthood which sluthood is not a slut is not a bad word to me sluthood is perfectly acceptable it's kind of like reclaiming the word queer in my book anyway point being going from partnered to wanting to get out there and taste all the flavors that are available <laughs> just watch out for folks that are kind of going through that just making a big change. Um, usually someone that's making a big change like that isn't always 
finding the right match. It might be slight, you know, rebound, especially for the, the married to divorce people. Usually the first relationship's the rebound. So if, if you're not looking to be that rebound during cuffing season, then I would just be cautious, ask lots of questions, don't jump in too quickly. You know, they need to be out on the playground for a little while. And that's fine if y'all are playing on the playground together, but don't let them lock, lock you down. I mean, unless you know what it's all about and you're just willing. Hey, as long as there's consent and your eyes wide open, you know what you're getting into this cuffing season with someone who, again, isn't going to be there after springtime. Usually this is October to March. If you're all about just having someone for now and you're both going into this eyes wide open, do it. If not, please be cautious with your heart. Be cautious with other people's hearts. That's all I'm saying. I'm in the business to help people get their hearts ready for love again. And sometimes it is after heartbreak and breakups and people getting used. And I don't like having to help people pick up the pieces after that. So please don't be one of those people who um, sends me more clients. <laughs> Send me clients because you you have friends that need support. Don't Don't create clients for me, folks. Please, please. Okay, that's my opinion on cuffing season, y'all. If you've got an opinion you want to share, feel free to send me an email, Kristen at Open the Doors Coaching. Send me a DM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever is your favorite social media channel you can find me. Have a lovely weekend. Sweater kitten season is finally upon us here in the Midwest. So uh, you'll be uh, seeing me staring at a lot of boobs coming up here for the next few months. So catch you later. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. And check the show notes for stuff we discussed in the episode. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But visit my website if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can join my not safe for work email list called The Dirty Bird if you want more content about sex and relationships. You can support said content, like my work with this podcast and other forms of media, by visiting listener support with Anchor FM or visit patreon.com to become one of my patrons. Again, check the show notes. I have links for you there. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time.